Find your missing ingredient at the 2024 National Restaurant Show. Whether you're looking to adapt your offerings to satisfy shifting dinner expectations, seamlessly navigate razor-thin margins, or integrate next-era solutions to offset labor challenges, the show has everything you need to plate up success for your operation. See tomorrow's ideas come to life and find inspiration for your next big concept as you explore a bustling show floor featuring over 900 product categories. From award-winning food and beverage items to innovative back-of-house equipment and technology. Join your peers at the show for food service in Chicago, May 18th to 21st, and get a taste of the future. Visit the official show website at www.nationalrestaurantshow.com to register and learn more. Lumen Brands is doing some pruning of its older restaurants. Starbucks board is getting some attention from labor activists and reports of the restaurant industry's demise are apparently greatly exaggerated. Welcome to RB Daily, a quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, RB's managing editor. And I'm RB editor-in-chief Jonathan Mays. Bloomin' Brands is closing 41 restaurants and opening up to 45 more. The owner of Outback Steakhouse will prune older, underperforming restaurants in favor of new ones that generate better returns. The company expects the closures to cost it $100 million in revenue this year and contribute $4 million to EBITDA. Most of the shuttered locations will be Outbacks. Starbucks' newest front in its battle with labor activists is taking place in the boardroom. The Strategic Organizing Center, or SOC, a coalition of union groups, including the Service Employees International Union, has nominated three people to the Starbucks board, including a former chair of the National Labor Relations Board. SOC argues that Starbucks' anti-union efforts over the past three years have been bad for business, hurting its stock price and damaging its reputation among young consumers. Starbucks, on the other hand, argues that it has taken numerous steps to improve pay and benefits for workers. It also argues that it is not anti-union and that its company and stock price have performed well since it announced a series of changes in 2022. The restaurant business is in better shape than you think. While there's been a lot of hand-wringing over the future of restaurants, with some arguing that the industry has to end waitstaff, let it be completely doomed. Yet restaurants have recovered sales and then some since the pandemic. Americans are spending more of their food dollar on restaurants than ever before. Labor availability has also returned, with operators doing a better job of keeping workers than they did before the pandemic, and with the percentage of job openings in the industry at pre-pandemic levels. While restaurants face a number of challenges, It is far from doom. Los Angeles County is asking a California court to block Grubhub from charging customer refunds back to the service's restaurant partners, even when its delivery drivers were the reason money had to be returned. The county has filed a lawsuit that alleges the practice is one of many unfair and deceptive standard operating procedures the delivery service uses to promote its interests at the expense of customers, delivery drivers, and restaurants. Grubhub said it has already stopped arbitrarily charging restaurants for refunds and dismissed many of the other allegations as being inaccurate. Another restaurant company is building a second support center. Dutch Bros, the Grants Pass, Oregon-based drive-through coffee chain, is building a second support center in Arizona. The company said that it is needed to better attract talent to the company as it expands. 
Dutch Bros plans to have about 40% of its support staff at that new facility by the end of next year. But it expects to keep a significant presence in Oregon, including its roasting facility. Chipotle Mexican Grill, Subway, and Papa John's are among the chains that have either moved headquarters or opened secondary facilities in other cities in recent years. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. I'm Heather Lally. And I'm still Jonathan Mays. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of RB Daily. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and subscribe.